I've been pretty busy lately, but it's no excuse for what you're about to hear. Um, <laughs> I still try to meet my commitments in the family, and I was surprised the other day I had enough time to catch up with my wife uh, for a bit of a late lunch just out the back of the house there. Oh, what's her name? Julia, yeah, it's a bit like that. <laughs> and uh, then when I checked my phone, it was about quarter past two, and there's a voice message from my mum that had been sent half an hour earlier. Hi, Terry, it's mum. I'm just wondering how you situated. I'll give a little while more, and don't worry if you can't come, I'll call the taxi. My mum situated. situated. What had you? What situation had you placed her in? I had promised to pick her up for a doctor's appointment that was at 2 o'clock. She's oh, phoned me at one forty-five from the foyer of the retirement village. She would have been there loyally from one thirty, so we had plenty of time to get there. It's now a quarter past two, and I've just gone flying up to the doctor's. I where, bet you have. Where I met her in her taxi, where her doctor squeezed her in. Oh, dear. And she was lovely about it, and I drove her home. But when I got back to the retirement village, I thought, that everyone's just looking at me rather strangely. Mm. This is a little bit odd. So I got back in the car, and I looked at the voice message again. Now, you know you've got the, the little sound lines that are, that are there? Yeah. 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 Okay, the sound lines were there, and then you went a little bit further, and there were more quieter sound lines. My mum had left her phone on. Okay. <laughs> now you won't understand this, but this is this is her chatting in the foyer to the women in the foyer. Harry is what you might call my Vegas child. <laughs> okay. That, what she said. Did there. she just say Vegas child? No, yes. Vacant. Terry, Vacant. Terry, <laughs> she said Terry is what you might call my Vegas child. This went on for about a minute. She goes on to tell the ladies at the front desk. Uh, I offered, even though I was busy, how I'd pushed beside my very reliable brother and sister who take her most places, uh, insisting I was available. And I probably wasn't answering my phone because I was driving. No, I was having lunch with my wife. So she was saying that to all the reception ladies yeah. and just bagging you out big time, which she had a right to do, Latter-day St. Helens. So when I walked back in, that's what all the smiles were about. My <laughs> mum's bagging me out to everyone she lives with. Yes! It's just disgraceful. <sighs> who picked her up? No, I, I, no, I picked her up. I took her back home. That's all fine. But um, hang on. Michael is on the phone. G'day, Michael. Hello, mate. How are you going? Oh, it's that Michael. Hello. Robin, Bob, you met my brother Michael before? Oh, yeah, hey, Michael. Michael. Hey, You're the amazing <laughs> marathon rather that you know, oh, took over from me on the yeah, Gold Coast Marathon. It's <laughs> like waving at you. Bit in the rear vision mirror these days, Rob. Oh, well, you were very fast then. My, anyway, what do you want well, to say, Michael? I was just wondering how Terry was. Um, I just wanted to see how he got on with mum. Taking her to the doctor on, uh, on on Monday. You heard, you heard. Yes, I forgot to pick her up at the taxi, and she's told everyone at the the centre I'm her vague son, as opposed to the really reliable one who shows up all the time. Ah, oh dear. Well, I can't remember what she told me. I, I saw her on Sunday and then Monday, and then of course I saw her yesterday, and I'll see her today. So, <laughs> Stop so but, and it was on one of those occasions that she, that she told me. But uh, no worry too much, mate. I mean, everyone's entitled to make a mistake, and you, you make them a little more often than others when it comes to mum. But who's the elder of you two? I'm the elder. He's just a oh, more reliable. Are you? Yeah, you, you sort of you sort of think so. And but but he but he somehow retains the star status there. I was as I was lugging her groceries in the other day, and I, I went past the, the Scrabble table, and and the ladies there and from behind me, and I think, no, he's not the one on the radio. <laughs> Um, all right. Look, you know what? I, I'll, I'll give you this. I, I've made this mistake, so you can be in front for favourite son status, even though I took her to see the orchestra on the weekend. Yeah, she said that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, what you're saying is Terry comes in with the big ticket items. He's like carnival son, and you're the oh. reliable, dependable bloke that always turns up and does the jobs that need to be done. 
Well, Nick is flattering himself a bit if he thinks that there's a contest going on. That, that assumes that two people are giving a, an equal effort. But anyway. <laughs> Don't you have somewhere to be? <laughs> I do. Yeah, go pick up oh, Mum. Enjoy the day. Yeah, you're going to pick her up. I know. I'm seeing because I know it's in my diary. <laughs> See you, Michael. See ya. Bye-bye. I am not alone. I'm not alone on this. After this, we will talk about this. When have you forgot to pick somebody <laughs> up? I'm not the only person who's done this. It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 973. I copped some grief from my very reliable brother because I left my mum behind. Well, I didn't pick her up when I was supposed to take her to a doctor's appointment and I received this voicemail message. Hi, Terry. It's mum. I'm just wondering how you're situated. I'll give it a little while more. And don't worry if you can't come, I'll call a taxi. Yeah, she did call a taxi. And <laughs> she I missed is it completely. so lovely. But she was uh, caught explaining to the people at her retirement village that he is the vague I'm son. a vague child. Oh, it wasn't vacant or Vegas. It was vague. Well, it could be an insert word here. So... Make Terry feel better. Three double, I'm not. 322-30973. Surely someone else has left someone behind. Yeah, I think we've all done it at some point. Jen of Kelvin Grove, what happened? I had not, well, I just had baby number two and I was sitting at the hospital on the Saturday waiting for my then husband to come and pick me up to take me and my beautiful baby home. And he went car racing. <laughs> because he forgot or because he thought it was his last great hurrah? <laughs> Because he forgot, he thought he'd come Sunday. He didn't even come and visit that day. <gasps> oh, well, he was there for the birth. Was that enough, apparently, Jen? Oh, clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. It's a, it's a magic moment when he realised he's racing around the car track going, why have I got two baby seats in the back of the car? <laughs> so, Jen, did you, did you get a cab home or did you just wait for him to turn up? No, I just, well, you, I couldn't. No, of just, course, because you need a baby seat. Just, oh. Yeah. Just had to wait. Mm. And no mobile phones. No, no. no. Did you get the T-shirt? Oh, no, I left the baby behind. (laughs) (laughs) I left the baby on the bus. Thank thank you, Jen. You've made me feel better, even though it was at the other end of life to my 90-year-old mother. I I do think I did that once, though, Um, but it was after Finn was born and it was like within the first couple of weeks and we went to Indro and I just got – and I mean, I freaked out because we were so used to just doing things as a couple. Off you go. Yeah, and, mm. and then, but I felt better because Tony also forgot. And yeah. I, I was the one that remembered first. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's I, not he enough. was still sleeping. I mean, it was a 10 minute turnaround, but oh my Lord. That's a great line. Oh, Kevin! <laughs> From Home Alone, isn't it? <laughs>